Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli. Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli podcast. This is episode 25. Today's date is 9-27-2021. This one's going to be named Gone Captain Solo. I've been busy lately. Life and work have been just crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, my sleep schedule is just completely jacked. So I've been getting up at, you know, 2 o'clock, midnight, 1 a.m., 4 a.m., 8 p.m., 8 a.m. <laughs> been just kind of crazy. Sometimes I have people to talk to, sometimes I don't. But so been having issues trying to get a good schedule to get a podcast out. So I'm going to leave Kenny out of this one. <laughs> He's actually probably probably going to be surprised that I actually put one out solo. So just doing it to get one out there. We'll probably do another record with him soon. Just want to throw something out there solo at this point. Um, yeah, work's been crazy. Life's been crazy. I guess everybody's kind of like that. It's, I think it's a 2021. Though. Hopefully 2022 gets a little bit better because at this point, it's kind of a shit show around here. But just wanted to go over everything I've kind of been doing for the past month. It's been about a month and a half since I've done a podcast. So I really wanted to get one out there. I want to find a way to kind of do it solo if I have to and just run through everything I've been up to and stuff. So we had the Abilene uh, Fun Fly. Uh, buddy Mike went up there. I was supposed to go up there with him, but ended up having a, a funeral. Somebody on my mom's side, on my mom, on my wife's side died. So I had to go to that. So missed out on that one. The next one coming up is going to be the Ice House. And that's going to be the first weekend of November, I believe. So that's going to be. So that's October. All right. So it's going to be November 3rd through the 7th, the Ice House. You guys haven't been there. It's a helicopter plane, sport plane, three plane type event, three flight lines. Should have about 200 people this year going to that event. I still need to call some of them sponsor people. Um, it's a plane heavy event. So we try to do what we can on the helicopter side. But if you've never been there, it's a it's a it's a great event. There's a lot of a lot of airplane pilots, good three airplane pilots you need to go out there uh, as far as the rv project i've got the inside stripped out got to go pick up the seats the seats are redone kind of been working on it slow but got it stripped at this point need to do some work on it a month before i have to use it so luckily if i have to as long as i have the front seats in there that's all i really need to get done the rest of it i can throw up air mattresses and carpet rugs and stuff like that. So that'll be okay. The outside of it, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but that's the RV project. Um, scale project, I need to work on the airable. The tail had a bolt vibrate loose. I need to get that fixed. And the sky crane, I've got the size down to 123% to fit the 470L. That's pretty much printed. I only have one more front piece to print. So I kind of need to buy another Hobbywing 5060 ESC and 
start getting it put together at this point, um, it's going to look really big because the Sky Crane fuselage is ginormous at this point. But I think the 470 will hold it fine. It's not going to be a 3D type machine anyway, so the weight isn't going to be crazy. I believe the Airwolf weight of the fuselage was like 500 grams. Uh, I think this one may come in about the same, maybe a little bit more, but it'll be fine. So I've got that going. The OMP stuff, um, the OMP M2 has been flying great. We have sourced a three-bladed tail for it. Uh, one of the quad guys in Abilene had one, and Mike grabbed it and stuck it on his logo 200 he said it helps a little bit uh he actually said it helped a lot when kenny i think kenny also has them because i think kenny ordered a pack of i think they come in a pack of four for like six bucks or something it's crazy uh kenny didn't think that it helped that much but i mean your mileage may vary at this point <laughs> but it's definitely something to try I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a whirl as soon as I get a hold of one. Um, what else? I'm just looking around the shop here. I've got some show notes, but kind of just winging it. So I got the GTR in, the Spirit. Oh, yeah. I was told not to talk about the uh, Spirit units because every time I talk about them, they end up selling out and you can't buy them. <laughs> I'm going to do it anyway, Ashton. So I got the GTR going. Uh, the GTR is a Spirit GT model with a um, jetty receiver already built into it. So it's a jetty receiver already built into a GT model. So they call it a GTR. It's pretty much like a Neo is to a V control now. Um, pretty much all the setup can be done in the radio. The problem is that you have to plug it to the computer to tell it what kind of, actually that was the GT. So the G GTR will work right out of the box. I don't believe you have to plug it to the computer, but you have to plug it to the computer to up update it. So that's the only kind of thing you have to do with the computer. So everything else can be set up in the radio. There's a radio wizard. If you want to, you can do it with the com computer, but you don't have to. So the GTR has an altimeter built into it, just like the GT model does. Um, it doesn't have a GPS. There is a GPS unit available. Uh, I actually have one here. I'm going to try it, but I'm doing baby steps along the way to try to just learn the flight controller. I don't want to just jump into the GPS and everything all at once. I want to take my time along the way. So with it out, well, let me get a drink real quick. Kind of hard to do a show by yourself. All you do is talk the whole time. Anyway, the GT and the GTR Spirit Live Wireless Controller have an altimeter built into them. So with that altimeter, you can create a hard deck. So if you're flying and <clears throat> you set the hard deck, I was setting mine pretty high just because I'm still trying to get used to it. I have it set to like 30 or 40 feet or something like that. It's, it, it's pretty high. Um, 
So as, as you fall or you're trying to maneuver and you screw up and you fall through the hard deck, it'll automatically self-ride itself and climb out it back above the hard deck 10 or 15 feet through the hard deck. And then it'll stop and it'll get, it'll give it back to, back to you at that point. You do have to turn it on. So I have a switch. So as soon as I get high enough above the hard deck, I hit a switch and turn the hard deck system on. So now it's activated. Now I can do whatever I want above it. And if I fall through it, it'll self-right and climb out. Hope I explained that correctly. With the GPS unit, you can create a geofencing. You have to have the computer, I believe, for the geofencing stuff to set, set that up because you have to I believe it has a mapping system of where you're located at and you draw a bubble or draw a circle around it and then you set an altitude so you can pretty much bubble the helicopter and if you break the bubble either uh, geofence wise or hard deck wise it'll stop and return to a pre-known destination point that you created inside the bubble i believe that's what it does um i still have to set that up and try it and practice with it. Um, I'll let you guys know more as I learn the fly barless unit. But with that being said, um, I'll transition into the Oxy-3 stuff. So I had an Oxy-3-3 blade that I picked up for like 150 bucks with some parts. And I've been working on, it's been sitting on my bench for like three, four months now. <laughs> So I finally broke out the Spirit GT model that I had, and I've got a, a small receiver, an R5. It's like a light version of a JD receiver, not made for full-scale 700 sizes, but I use it on my Oxy-3s because I don't fly ginormous big air with it. So I got the GT set up. Uh, I had to plug it to the computer to tell it what kind of receiver that I was plugging into it because you could plug in Futaba or Spectrum or Jetty or whatever. So I got that set up on the Oxy-3. Um, I just guessed on kind of tail gains, head gains. And out of the box, it flies really good. Um, I still need to do some tuning on it. It seems like it's not rotating on its axis the kind of way I want. So kind of a, more of a robotic feel than a flowy feel. So I need to do some tuning on it. Um, it flies good. It's a three blade 255 size. So it's a three blade tail, three blade head on 255 blades. So it's a, not a stretch at this point. I'm a little nose heavy with a 1550 forest battery in it, but if out of the box, there's no tail wag. Uh, the tail is perfect. It doesn't, there's no, there's no kicking or anything. So that's kind of what I was worried about because this is a smaller heli. They're kind of hard to tune sometimes. Um, I have a brain two on my other Oxy 285, the stretch version, and it flies really well also, but I, I may have cheated a little bit because I got the torque tail servo, the micro, just like I have on the other one. And it's a really good tail servo. I've barely had any issues with tail wag or anything like that with it. So it's good. Um, if any of you guys are looking for a tail servo that's a good price, that's not overpriced, I'm 
HeliDirect or a couple of, couple other places sell the Torque servo set. The Cyclics are great. I haven't had an issue with the Cyclics on my other model. I've got a full set, but the Tel servo is kind of my go-to Tel servo now. It's it looks cool because it's red. You can tell what it is. It kind of matches the flight controller. The GT model I have is a red G, GT. So <clears throat> it's good. I, I've got to do some more tuning. I, I ordered the magnetic can canopy mounts for the Oxy-3, so I'm waiting for those to show up. Uh, what else do I got sitting around here? Uh, what's on my show notes, actually? So we went over the Oxy-3, the hard deck. So I've got a Synergy N5C that I've been trying to sell. And for some reason, everybody else online is trying to sell at in five seeds at the same time. <laughs> so I've got like no bites on it. So at this point, I've got enough parts here. I believe I'm just going to throw the Spirit RS flight controller in it and just run with it. Um, if I crash it, I crash it. It doesn't matter because I've got two or three other pods and airframes and such. So I'm going to keep flying it. Just it's. It's a good flying helicopter. I don't see any issues with it. It's a little bit heavier than the nit Nitron, but it's different. It's a larger, kind of looks a little bit, without the canopy, the airframe looks a little, a little old schoolish. Speaking of old school, um, Kenny, Mike, and I went in and we picked up um, this guy was getting out of the hobby and he's kind of was bugging us to, to pick up all his stuff and get it out of his house. So we ended up doing that. And out of the deal, I picked up an outrage 600 electric. So it's currently set up as a 6S. I'm sorry, currently set up as a 12S. Um, I was going to switch it to a 6S, but I kind of was having trouble finding a motor for really cheap because I don't want to spend any money on this. But I decided to pull the Hobby Wing 130 out of my Tron 5.5 and stick a 126 SESC in it and use the 130 to do a 12S setup on this. I just need to get some batteries back from a buddy. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll be cool. It's kind of a retro helicopter. It kind of goes good with my Agile 7.2 I have, which is kind of a, wouldn't call them like unicorn helicopters because they're not like, that boutique type of heli. But in my opinion, the 7.2 is a helicopter I always wanted when I was learning to fly. And the Outrage, I really wasn't really around for the Outrage stuff. I think that was a little bit before my time or right in the middle when I was kind of out of the hobby for a bit. That's that. I need to get the Goblin Buddy out and fly it again. And my Nightbird. Got to get the Nightbird ready also. I need to put a flight on it before Apache Pass, before the, the Ice House. Mm, let's see what else I've got going on. Yeah, the Ice, the, the Ice House, the Ice House, month away. I won't be ready. I never am. I try to prepare for this stuff and think ahead. And every time it seems like the events just jump up and they're right on top of me and I have nothing prepared, but Captain Solo. 
I sure wish Kenny was here to make it way easier to have somebody else to talk. Yeah, my main topic. I need to look and see what we have on main topics as far as what do I have in my bucket over here? So I've got a main topic bucket that I kind of throw stuff in. Yeah, we'll do canopy repair. We can do that. So we'll do canopy repair for our main topic. There's a couple different ways of doing it. So if you crash, let's say, yeah, I've got a couple agile 7.2 canopies. If I stuck the 7.2 in, well, if I did that, I'd cry, but those parts are ridiculously hard to get a hold of. But let's say you you crash a helicopter and the canopy is not crazy bad. Like my OMP M2, I've got the white Explorer version, not white, the uh, fluorescent yellow Explorer version on it. Let me go grab it real quick. Also painted the skids white on my OMPM too, just because I'm a white skid kind of guy. I like some white shoes on her. So the M2 crashed, obviously, like they all do. They're made to crash. Um, so on this one, there's a couple of different ways to repair a canopy. Um, at, at one point, you're going to have to decide if you want to continue to fly the canopy or if you want to turn it into a night canopy, or if you just want to throw it in the trash, uh, depending on how bad it is. I've had some pretty bad ones where I've had Chris Bodinghouse actually like repair them for me and fix them. And he did an awesome job fixing the logo, the logo 500 canopy I had. But on the OMP M2, I, I did something a little bit different. I I CA'd a couple spots and then used the paper towel trick where you take a paper towel and CA and you repair it from the inside. It kind of acts like a fiberglass repair kit, but it's a, just a cheap way to do it. Uh, it works good. It's not a forever fix or anything like that. So I did that a little bit and then I took white duct tape and white duct tape on the inside of the bottom of the canopy just to kind of reinforce it a little bit. And it's been holding up good. It's not bad. It's a little thicker in the locations that I had to repair, but nothing crazy. The other way is uh, auto part stores, either O'Reilly's or AutoZone. Or I think Walmart even sells like a fiberglass repair kit. It comes with the act activation drops, the fiberglass resin itself, and then like a decent sized square cloth. And on, on those, if you're gonna do that, just make sure you scuff up the inside of the canopy and kind of rough it up a little bit so there's some type of adhesion for it to stick to. <clears throat> for canopies that are really ugly and like really tore up and you, you wanna have a night canopy because a night canopy really doesn't matter what it looks like because you're gonna stick lights all over it and it's gonna look ugly anyway. Um, fix it to the point that it works and it, and don't try to add a ton of weight to it because you're already going to be night birding it and putting lights and X, Y, or Z on it. Um, I, on my night heli, 
my Gowie X4II stretched to a 550. I actually don't even have a canopy. I just have the night LED stuck to the carbon fiber of the frame. And it actually works pretty good. It's not bad. I wish I had a canopy. I actually have a canopy, but the X4II canopy kind of fits kind of crappy, just to be honest. It's really tight and it doesn't fit well. So that's why I went with just sticking them on the body. And the canopy is not trashed. It's still a good canopy. So I didn't want to like screw it up by putting lights on it. So definitely keep your old crashed canopies just in case you want to repair them one day or practice repairing them or turn that helicopter into a nightbird. Uh, is there any other ways of repairing it? Uh, I've seen a guy before, he had an Oxy-3. And you know how on the Oxy-3 you get, every package has Oxy stickers in it. He actually took his canopy and just every time he, he needed a repair, he just kept sticking Oxy-3 stickers on it. So the whole canopy is nothing but Oxy-3 stickers. That's actually really cool. <laughs> stickers work. Uh, anything works that you can figure out if it's tape or duct tape or for me the best thing i've seen far as field repair is the ca and the paper paper towels that works really well it dries fast if you have the kicker hot shot accelerator spray that works great also uh far as the best way is probably the fiberglass repair kit from the auto parts store i've done that a couple times you can after it dries, you can grind it away and kind of smooth it out. And if you're good at painting, you could probably paint over it and repaint the whole canopy and you'll never even know that the canopy was crashed. Depending on how much you want to work and practice and put effort for to fixing a canopy that you can just go buy a new one. So you have to decide. Uh, if there's any other ways, I'm sure there's some other ways of repairing canopies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so events coming up. I've mentioned it once, the Ice House at Apache Pass that is in actually the area of the town. It's called downtown Texas, but it's just north of... Thorndale, you go to Thorndale, Texas, it's just north of there. There's a Florida event coming up this winter that somebody may or may not be going to. Not me, for sure, but somebody we know may be going. Oh yeah, selling. Buy and sell stuff, I sold the logo, so the, the logo's gone kind of gave it away, but it doesn't matter. I had way too, too many helicopters sitting around the house here. I believe Kenny still has his 18 SZ for sale. Anybody's looking for one. He's looking for about 550 for it. <clears throat> Shoot him up, get him, give him a message. Is there anything else I've been doing besides 3D printing helicopter stuff? Uh, not really. Segway's working great. Went for a ride this morning at one o'clock in the morning, running around Buda. It was a blast. Yeah, that's about it. 
Just need to get that N5C stuff going. Oxy3 is working great. Yeah, that's about all, all I've been up to. Good times, good times. Uh, other podcasts that are out there, again, like thank everybody for listening. This is kind of be a little bit of a short one, but just getting something out there. Um, other podcasts out there, we have Free Fall with Kevin, Steve, Andy, and Ian, the RC Scrap Pile guys. If you haven't listened to it, listen. They've been pushing them out weekly now, it seems like. I can't catch up. I've been trying to catch up, and it's just, it's just too much to listen to. The Heliheads podcast, the Skids Up podcast, the BK podcast. I think BK may be done now that uh, Kyle has found another home. Telerotor inverted down under has been about a year, but they have good stuff to listen to. So go check them out. Nuts and Bolts podcast is a airplane spinoff podcast where they try to talk about more uh, technical stuff, even though I don't think they get too technical, but they do go over some good stuff. RC Element with Todd, and then the Bill and YouTube channel. And also, if you haven't seen, um, go check out um, Only Fine Helis has been putting videos out of stuff from events that they've gone to. Shannon's done a pretty good job, or a good job putting videos and high quality videos for events pretty cool we'll check them out uh one more thing this podcast has been recorded with a plantronics headset so i didn't use my yeti mic so this is a plantronics pretty much with a usb adapter so we'll see what the audio turns out like it's a little bit different now you know why <laughs> if you wouldn't need to get a hold of me it's houdini rc heli at gmail.com <clears throat> I don't check it very often, but let me check it right now since I'm talking about it. No, the Discord, I tried to get in Discord for with Freefall the other night and now I've got Discord emails coming to me i'm trying I, I need to i was off on a friday night and tried to get into the discord stuff and failed miserably i need to figure out how to get into discord if i'm off on a friday night mm, that's about it if anybody needs some align bags i've got some like alliance i think they're 550 and 600 bags they're the orange ones if anybody needs one of those or wants one of those reach out to me let me know. Um, they just sit here forever. I've got them all bagged up in one bag, but I need to get rid of them. I think that's about all we got. Kenny, you got anything? Oh, wait, there's, Kenny's not here. <laughs> but that's it, guys. Stay in the box. Be safe. Don't escape. Later. Dun, dun, dun. The end. That's going to be a really short one. <laughs> Oh, well, better than nothing at this point. <laughs>
man, edit's going to be super easy on this one. I don't think I screwed up at all. <laughs> Maybe I get Jason on here one of these days. I need to figure out that way to do that. Anyway, ba ba ba. Please come back again. Bye bye. <laughs>